Well, all I know is when you get really successful, I just want you to put this is all Darren's fault. That's all you know. I'm, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that <laughs> put on the trailer somewhere. Put it on. This is all Darren's fault. Fault by Darren. But <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Black Smoke Barbecue. We are a collaborative group that focuses on different aspects of barbecue from pitmasters from all across North America. Barbecue is a culture, and we discuss topics, ideas, and the methods of it on the Black Smoke Barbecue podcast. Our mission is to spotlight those lesser-known content creators in backyard barbecue, catering, food truck operations, as well as the African-American experience in modern-day barbecue. Sit back, relax, listen, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Black Smoke Barbecue Podcast, where we do barbecue our way. How's everybody doing out there in podcast land? Welcome to the last episode that Black Smoke Crew is doing for 2023. I am your friend, Charlie Maverick, and I have a few fellas from the crew that are going to end the year off right with me. So I got brother Darren. How you doing, man? Doing all right, my friends. How you doing over there? Oh, you know, I'm I'm chilling. You know, the weather's getting cool. I'm liking it. You know, gotta gotta put a hoodie out on today. I went to the a new Aldi that opened up, and you know, the crazy people. I didn't. I guess nobody has a job because they were just lined up and everybody just shivering. <laughs> so we was all chilling. <laughs> <laughs> Seems about right. Same thing around here. <laughs> oh, I know. I know it's cold up there, ain't it? Very much so. Very much uh, so. <laughs> you keep that. <laughs> We got Joe in the house. How you doing, Joe Miller? Man, it's a beautiful day. I'm back in AZ. Our weather is solid, so I have no complaints. D, I was actually down there in Ohio just a minute ago, man, checking in for a quick second. I was out in the, uh, the area, but I wasn't able to kind of get a chance to be free-free to be able to slide through. But I did see another city barbecue, but I don't think it – I think it was the other people – that you uh, that wasn't connected to the one that we went to, if I'm not mistaken. They, uh, yeah, that is the um, the commercial brand. That's the commercial brand who sued him. Yep, that's what I way, thought. Because of he called himself Ohio City, even though his was longer here. But yeah, that's that's the commercial one. But uh, oh, man, no man, everything's all good this way, man. Good to see you guys. Hey, good to see you. It's been a been a little minute since we had you on, so hey, we definitely ending the year off right now. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to the pod, man. Hey, we got Brandon. How you doing, man? Man, I am spectacular, brother. No complaints. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. So I think you just got done doing some jerk chicken or something, you know, making us all hungry. I mm-hmm. did. I did. I uh, did some jerk chicken on my uh, Roto Q360, a little uh, wind-up rotisserie that I'm really fond of and... Uh, yeah, I had it all to myself because I'm the only one here. It was me and, and two dogs, and they can't have it. So, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm a happy man. It's all for me. <laughs> all for you. I'd love to hear that, man. Nice live that you had on IG. Um, hey, we got T in the house. T is looking very festive, too. How's it, how's it going, man? Fellas, fellas, what's happening, man? Everything is everything. It looked like you're ready for Christmas. I don't know if anybody else is. Hey, you are definitely ready. Hey, this that 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 last that last episode of the holiday edition. Why not? <laughs> Got to come correct. Hey, so we are here today uh, with the last episode of the year, 2023. Had a lot going on this year, uh, but first, before we kind of talk about year end stuff, we want to. 
see how everybody's Thanksgiving went. You know, the big holiday, the big pressure. Everybody got to get the bird or whatever protein you got right on point. Don't mess up the macaroni. So I think we're going to do a reverse order. So T, hey man, tell us how Thanksgiving went. Thanksgiving was pretty good. Um, I ended up doing two turkeys. You know, we talked about it. Um, CJ kind of convinced me to do two turkeys, but they they left some behind. I ended up giving it to my cousin. So what I did was I put it in the oven and I kind of ran short of time because I don't know why. I, I was doing a lot that day. I was working in or whatever, but I didn't take into account that even though I had two separate turkeys together in one pan would be the equivalent of one big turkey. So it took yeah. a little longer than I thought, and then I didn't have time to let it rest to slice it. So I took it there, and my cousin, she didn't do a good job. Everybody was complaining about how she sliced it. Oh, but um, they liked the flavor, though. Everybody enjoyed it, man. So it was pretty good, man. Got to see family. I don't see that often. And um, chilled out, man. Uh, didn't really fire up the pit. Didn't have time, but had a good holiday. That's good to hear, man. Did, so, did anybody mess up the food? Nah, nobody did. Cause I, like I was telling y'all last time that we took it back over and started doing our own dishes instead of that nasty catering food that somebody <laughs> decided to have. <laughs> so everything was on point, man. Everything was how it was supposed to be. That's good. Yeah, cause that'll ruin the holiday, man. Uh, yeah, you know, it's all about the food and the fellowship, anyway. Got some nasty food. <laughs> but thankfully, we do ours on Wednesday. So, I mean, if they mess that up, then everybody do their own thing on Thursday. So, but kind still, nobody should have ever decided to get that that nasty catering food. I was like, did, did y'all even <laughs> taste this food first? Or Come on, man. We got cooks in the family. This is just lazy. <laughs> That'll be amazing. That'll be so amazing if they didn't even try any of the food out first. Probably not. Funny. I'm going to ask. <laughs> You might not like what you hear. Hey, inquire of mine. You got to do. You gonna open a box? <laughs> we could ask now. Shoot, we we took it over. We we doing our own dishes again, like it's supposed to be. So hey, and if you're the caterer and you're watching this, do better. <laughs> Maybe they're not catering anymore. Maybe they realize that they need to do something else with their life. <laughs> Oh man, that's great. That's great that you, you guys, um, you enjoyed. Um, so I saw the long pan that you, you had both the turkeys and I'm surprised you got both of those to fit in the first place. Yeah, me too. They were, they were fairly, um, I think there was like a, I think I had 11 pound and a 14 to 13 pound. Ooh, so I just turned them at an angle and they fit. I had the pan, um, a leftover pan from, you know, you do those little, little burners underneath. Yeah. The ones that have yeah, the, the I had one of, Yeah, mm-hmm. I had one of those pants, so that's why. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That, that was a good idea to fit them both in the oven because, you know, you weren't sure if two pans, you know, were going to fit side by side. Yeah. Remember, we talked yeah. that through. That was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So any particular seasoning that you, you put on that turkey? Um, I didn't do my usual butter compound. That I wanted to do. Um, so I did like a, a freestyle. Like I said, I was short on time, man. So I did like a, just basically smothered it in butter, put some butter underneath the skin. And um, I did some, uh, 
I was kind of low in sodium because, you know, we got older folks and stuff, so I didn't really season it up how. But I made sure it had favor. I used a lot of herbs. I used that 21 oh, okay. salute herb I told you about. Um, that 21, mix 21. And, and that, uh, oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and um, some extra oregano. I used some thyme, some rosemary. Um, I normally use Tony's, but I didn't use Tony's. I used this um, this seasoning salt that Morton's make. It's like a all season blend or something like that. And mm-hmm. I used that. And I put some uh, carrots. What did I put? Carrots, some peppers and stuff inside the bird. Oh, yeah. Them carrots are giving nice Yeah, so it, it had a lot of flavor to it. It didn't have a lot of sodium, but the flavor that was in it was good enough. Man, I love cooking with some carrots, man. Mm, I'm giving a nice flavor. That sounds yeah. good, man. That sounds good. So you came through with the turkey. You you didn't disappoint. You made everybody's holiday happy. You know, it'd been a shame if there was a tragedy. Yeah, <laughs> you looking for a tragedy for a chuckle? You just yeah. No, hey, they, hey, I'm I'm looking for a story here. You no, know, no tragedy. You, this time. There's, there's always I, some hey. family function where something goes on, and you Duh, know, I'm, I'm like, gonna tell you uh, a couple years ago when I did the last time I did a turkey. Um, I did it overnight and I think it was like about a 28 pound. It was a huge turkey and, you know, went to sleep and then I kept hearing this and I'm like, oh, come on. I mean, the turkey, now that time I did the the butter compound, but the turkey was so juicy that it was coming out. Like I started off, I like to start it off wrapped and covered. Mm-hmm. And then I take the the foil off and let it brown. But that thing, I mean, it was running over. So I pulled it off, you know, and I tried to, you know, you pulled the uh, <laughs> the rack back. Oh, had a little mm. pull. You, a you little, yanked it a little bit yeah, too hard. Yeah, had a little mini fire. I said, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. No, I was fighting to keep that, that smoke detector off because I didn't want to wake my wife up <laughs> and have her in a panic. I was oh. like, come on, man. Was this a gas stove? No, 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 no. Oh, thank God. Yeah, it was Whoa. a small fire, though. I just closed, closed the door and it, it went out. But I had to sit there and take a, I had to take a spoon to get all the juice out because it was it was filled to the brim. So it took me, I'm sitting there with a cup and I'm just sitting there like, man, it's, it's like three you o'clock in the you, morning. You didn't, have <laughs> a base, you didn't have a baster? To no. Get that juice out? Mm-mm. Nice. Man. Wow. That was the story I was looking for. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I did. Came through like a champ. Next morning, I was like, hey, did you hear anything or smell it? She was like, no, no. I was like, oh, okay. Let me tell you what happened while you were asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Full transparency. Right. Just in case you see remnants of something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Brandon, tell us about your Thanksgiving, bro. Man, my Thanksgiving was good. Uh, it was small, uh, uneventful. Uh, I did fry a turkey this year. It's, uh, I haven't fried a turkey in it's been several years because uh, I've been smoking or grilling turkeys here for the last few years. But uh, it was really good, man. Uh, I got my turkey for free, which was even better. Hallelujah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was at my old H-E-B, greatest grocery store in the world. Come get with me, H-E-B. We can do big things. Uh, they had a special, man, where if you bought a ham, 
they gave you a turkey for free. And so I was like, mm. okay. And so I got the ham for Christmas, turkey for Thanksgiving. And uh, yeah, I injected and fried it. And um, it was really, really good. It was super juicy. Oh, and I brined it too. Yeah. I brined it for 48 hours and then injected it right before I uh, got ready to drop it. Oh, wow. And it was. Yeah. Um, my wife is not a big fan of white meat and, um, she had saw that, uh, turkey breast I did with Alton. And so she was like, yeah, is that, you know, as good as the one you did over there? I was like, yeah, it's, it's pretty damn good. And so she was like, okay, I want to try it. <laughs> and so she tried some and she was like, wow. She's like, if you make turkey breast like this, then yeah, I'll definitely be eating this. So yeah, it came out good, man. And I just did um, mac and cheese. Call it my million dollar mac and cheese. Uh oh. Um, what else oh, did I do? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cheesy and uh, it's expensive cheese. So that's why I call it million dollar. Oh, mac wow. and what type of cheese we talking about here? Yeah, I'm not at liberty to say because oh. I might be uh push that thing through customs, huh? Hmm. Well, see, <laughs> breaking news, you hear it first, and, and I'm gonna blame Darren, but um <laughs> fellas, I, I do believe I'm gonna have to start some kind of barbecue operation. Blame on, in, blame on Woo-hoo! in twenty twenty four. All gonna, I know is when you get really successful, I just want you to put this is all Darren's fault. That's all you know. I'm, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that <laughs> put on the trailer over. somewhere. Put it over. This is all Darren's fault. Fault by Darren. But it's just the standard, man. Um Velveeta, uh, sharp cheddar. Um you know, what else did I put in there? Um uh, Colby. I did some Oaxaca and Oaxaca. there you go. Yeah. Parmesan. I love some Romano. I couldn't find a Romano that I like to get, so I didn't put Romano in there. But I, I, I like, uh, you know, Romano has a, a sharp hit and it's got a little bit of funk to it. Mm-hmm. And, and I like to put that uh, in my mac and cheese. But yeah, and um, I don't know. I had some other kind. Of, oh, I did like my uh, I did my sauteed green beans and um, rolls. Mm. It, it was it was a really small menu because it was just us here in the house. Um, I don't sometimes even think, though, that's better, you know, you know, you know, very, what? yeah, you know, close, intimate, yeah, yeah, it was, but uh, plus, not a lot of food left over. Um, see, you know, I, I think our leftovers were gone by Saturday afternoon, so yeah, that, that I was happy with that. So, but, tell me, after you um, you fried this turkey. How does it compare with your previous uh, smoked turkeys? Do you do you prefer the fried, or are you going back next year to the to the smoked turkey? Uh, I'll go back to the smoked turkey, and it's only for variety's sake. Like I, I really do enjoy uh, fried turkey. Um, just depends on what I'm in the mood for. Uh, yeah. But I had been frying turkeys, man. I was a pretty young man. Uh, my dad and I used to fry turkeys and 
people got wind of it and then it got to the point we were selling them and we were we would fry turkeys for three days straight. And oh, so, man. you know, like anything else, you get you kind of get burned out on it. But we would have <laughs> early. Uh, oh, we had three fryers going like nonstop Dang. for three days. Well, y'all was running the operation. Okay. Yeah. I no, we we were not. We were being charitable <laughs> and hospitable. We weren't running I'm use any that. operation. Of, I like that. Of, of any yeah. sort. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, I had it jumping like the Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Some like that. Some like that. Oh, okay, anybody who gets that reference, they get something. No, they just get a, an, an acknowledgement. How is that? Somebody got to type it into the comments. Where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, they also going to show their age if they know where that's from. Too. Right. Uh, you just gave it away. <laughs> hey, if they don't know, they don't know. This is true. This is yeah, true. You got two hints all in one. <laughs> but yeah, I uh I I like them both equally. Um they're both great to me. As long as you uh brine them, inject them, do something to introduce you. You have to do one or the other or in my case I I do both. Whether I'm smoking it okay. or frying it. Um you know, I know that they have these um supposedly pre-brined and self-basting turkeys and all this stuff. Uh, that quick soak that they're giving those birds is just not enough. Yeah, and uh, these commercial turkeys that they're pumping out these days, they don't have much flavor. Um, you know, you're gonna have to introduce some flavor in there and definitely some moisture if you plan on enjoying mm-hmm. that thing, man. You got to do something. That's a good point. That's a good point, man. Um. I hope people didn't have some under-seasoned turkey. <laughs> That'd be terrible, too. Golly, man. You know, it's but it's great to hear that you had a, a good Thanksgiving. Um, you know, it, it is. Um, it always sets the mood for, for the holiday season, man. It always sets the mood. Um, you figure out who, what family members you're going to continue to talk to for the rest of the year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's for yeah. sure. Joe, tell us. So where were you doing during Thanksgiving? Were you in um, Arizona or were you in Ohio? Yep, I was here for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was pretty low-key, man. You know, for a couple reasons. One, because I didn't want to have a ton of leftovers because I knew we was going to be going to Ohio in just a little bit. Um, Even though, shit, the the leftovers hopefully need to be gone before then anyway. But uh, the other thing was, you know, normally I remember back in the day when I really, really first started kind of putting together my Thanksgivings, I would always try to do them Southern Thanksgiving so I could take a bunch of pictures, send it back to my mom and have all of this food. And then, you know, by the time you get to the weekend, you don't want none of it. And, and you know, <laughs> it's a good sports weekend. It's a ton of stuff that be going on. So I started thinking that usually I'd be wanting to cook something. So when I started doing the saying, I wanted to kind of break it down instead of having to be up all late the night before or early the night of and doing all of this cooking just to make all of this food on one day and then half of it starts to, you know, get dried out and stuff. So I just did like my traditional stuff on Thanksgiving, you know, the turkey, the dressing, had me a vegetable, whatever, uh, had some rolls, sat back, chilled out, had the little sweets, even though it's really 
one for my girls, but I don't really care for it as much, but definitely might taste a little bit, but definitely I want all the meat and all that good stuff. And then, like, once I got to Friday, then I was like, all right, now let me come with that fish and spaghetti and let me come with something else and leave some room for Saturday and for Sunday or whatever have you. So at least it was kind of like I got waves of it. Um, I still cooked all the same food, but it was fresher to me in my palate versus just all of it just being there, tasting a little yeah. bit of all of it. And by the end, I don't really want none of it. Man, it, that was smart, actually, you know? Yeah, after a while, That's- I got to try <laughs> that's smart take us through um a couple of your cooks man um how you seasoned what your techniques were you know what so my bird um and i always usually i always got a good bird i never had an issue with coming out with a good solid bird whether we was doing it in the oven or once i kind of start doing more on the out there on the grill and stuff and getting it on the offset or on the uh belly grill but this year i actually um i wanted to get together more of a holiday brine and uh this brine that i got together did the the, the the funky Watusi on this bird. It, it, <laughs> it, 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 put some, it put some flavor in there. Literally, the other thing I liked about it was the brine itself smelled like Christmas. It was one of those ones where actually, since then, I've seen a lot of people who actually kind of put some of these blends together and during the Christmas or the holiday season, Thanksgiving, whatever, and they'll just put it on the stove and let it just uh, cook just to give off the aroma. You know, once you get them cinnamon sticks and apple cider or something like that yeah, in there. Yeah, that's some them. good stuff right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. It, 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 and when I tell you, you could taste everything down to the bone. Um, it, was, it, was, it was right. My wife thought that was by far. She was like, that was by far the best turkey you ever made right there. I mean, that's it had stuff, a right? taste in there. Um, as far as that brine was pretty much everything. Off the top of my head, I mean, it was like apple cider, vinegar, a little bit of that. Apple cider. Uh, there was oranges in there, uh, fresh cranberries was in there, cinnamon sticks, sugar, um, Man. and a gang of stuff I'm forgetting. You know, lemon was in there. Uh, I did a video, so definitely if y'all ever want to try a different brine or something different, try that brine out. If nothing else is going to have your house smelling great, but that one say. there did a whole lot. It made a flavor in there, but um, it really came through. So after that, I said I wanted to keep my bird pretty simple. So I hit it with some of that infamous Killer Miller 110. Uh, some of that AP. Yeah, 110. You know, don't forget about that 110, <laughs> y'all. It's coming. It's coming. Give me some time. <laughs> yeah, with some just little fast yeah. salt, pepper, and garlic. And I did do the, uh, see, to your point, I did put some compound butter together with just some, uh, the butter at the time and everything in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, basically a lot of the same herbs that I also had over in the uh, brine. Thyme, sage, um, I get the other one that I threw in there. But uh, at the end of the day, and um, this one was actually the first time, uh, at least as far as a video, I put my bird out there on my offset. Normally, I'd be trying to make it all pretty, so I usually go and you put it on my pellet grill, you know, where at least I know it won't get no dirty smoke, nothing like that, whatever. But uh, right. it came out great, man. I was impressed by that bird right there. Um, and then what I did was, since I was doing a video for it, I cooked it ahead of time, so I even had even less to do on Thanksgiving. Uh, basically broke down the two big turkey legs and uh, took the whole breast compartment along with the wings attached to it and vacuum sealed that puppy and threw it straight in the freezer. And I just brought that there back out on Thanksgiving and then had to, to throw together the old dressing. So it was easy money, man, but definitely the bird didn't disappoint this year. 
Nice. You did work on that, bro. I, yeah. I'm watching that video. I'm say it. That's a, that was a two-parter, right? Yep. yep. Yeah, we did the Brian first, then came back and did the old bird. Smoking back. That's a holiday bird right there, Jack. Yeah, it was a holiday yeah. bird, man. You know, I'm about to bring him back. Forget how That's how you incorporate turkey. cranberry. That's how you do it. Put it straight into the turkey. Don't give me no cranberry sauce. Find the thing with the cranberry. <laughs> and you know, one thing I learned too, if you do like, because you know they got that part where you don't need to boil your brine. I had my cranberries in once everything that got cold. Otherwise, your, all your water and stuff end up red. So then your meat end up red. You know what I mean? Right. You know, that stuff be bothering me, man. So I like it. When it gets cold, I'm going to sit on top of the a little bit real pretty. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! Yeah, that was oh, red meat. Though, man, man that sounds good. We yeah, I can see. Yeah, I can see if that if that bird <laughs> came out red. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, gotta, you have you probing all day long. You got to put it on somebody's plate and probe it right in front of. <laughs> right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. Like, hey, this is yeah. done. Especially with poultry, You're like, hey, That's look what... now. Wait a minute. Wait yeah. a minute. I promise it's good. Look at this. <laughs> Dude. Oh man, that's great, man. Happy had a great Thanksgiving. And we have Darren. Darren. Wait, tell wait, us, wait. tell us you, what you happened. Gotta, Charlie, you, you gotta say the whole come thing. Come on, man. come on with it. Come on, come on with it now. Huh? Huh? Got, oh um, it's the Yes sir. <laughs> Darren <laughs> <Jeffy> <laughs> <Carter>. <laughs> My apologies. Tell us what happens on Thanksgiving. Sorry, you'll be, you know, it'll be documented that you didn't do it this time. Man, I was slipping my bad. Uh, <laughs> you're getting a demerit next time, but it's okay. No demerits. We we had a great Thanksgiving, but to your point, um, uh, that red meat, man, that's why I stopped doing chicken. You know, on a trailer and stuff, because I'm tired of, I'm tired of people, you know, because you got, you still got a little red to bone sometimes. And I, I take my stuff out about almost 190 because it thighs, you know, they can take it. Mm-hmm. It's not done. It's the pink on the skin. I'm tired of telling people it's smoke. I'm tired of telling people it's done. I'm trying, I'm just, so we don't do chicken. But okay, back to Thanksgiving. Anyway, Thanksgiving was pretty cool. Uh, business wise, this is the first time we did like a holiday, a, a real kind of holiday sale. Um, I had a quite a few orders, which was wonderful. Uh, for the first time, it was pretty cool. Um, and we ended up doing, I ended up doing some, uh, slabs. I ended up doing only two, two turkeys, about five briskets or something like that. You know, and then the size and stuff. So that was pretty cool. But for my personal Thanksgiving, we had a fish fry, man. We was like, forget all Ooh, the other what stuff. What kind of fish? Oh, yeah. Uh, cod and um, one other one I can't remember. But, you know, I threw the turkey fryer on a little bit, get a little grease in there, plopped it all in. It took me like 10 minutes, no, 20 minutes, and I was done. And that was it. I love <laughs> it. Do the cooking for the I rest of Thanksgiving. It. I love it. Uh, my wife, you know, and her sister, they did, you know, they did all of that. The rest of the, we had traditional sides or whatever, but, um, and my wife did that. We wouldn't have really had that, but she loves to do that for the memory of her mother. And, and that's one of the best holidays, you know, where they were in the kitchen together. Um, so she did it all out and did her thing as she usually does. And, uh, that was it, man. But yeah. Oh, I had some, um, 
wing some some wings I found in the freezer. So we we fried those too. So uh, no, yeah, I fried those too with any degree. So it's like it was the most simplest Thanksgiving giving I have ever ever had, um, and it was good though. It was good. I don't have no elaborate brine like y'all did. <laughs> I do. I brined it. You know, I, you got to brine it. Absolutely. And I smoked the turkeys. I didn't fry them for the people with robot. I smoked them. Um, and they came out and they came out well. I had to do a couple of tests before I did a um, an ejected one. And then I did, you know, one injected and one brine. And the brine was just head over heels, the better taste. So that's what we went for, you know, to selling with people. And, um, Brandy, you reminded me, me and my dad, we used, he used to fry turkeys and we did it in the garage. We had like five or six fryers. He would sell those things for like $25, $30. We didn't know how much, you know, back then it was, that was highway robbery. Oh yeah. But he would have a whole bunch and his, you know, he'll, he'll actually, he just turned, um, in the November, he turned 82, but he does not forget that. You know, me and him working in the garage together, which was probably the most dangerous thing that we had, should have done, but it was chilly. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. <laughs> you know, we had, we had the garage open a little bit, you know, but um, just dropping. We, God, that night we did at least, almost at least 40, 40 turkeys. 40 you know, turkeys. Yeah. We were, we was doing it. Um, oh, man. But yeah, thank Thanksgiving was good. This the the holiday sale was good. I was gonna do a Christmas holiday sale, but you know, ADHD has his own mind sometimes. I totally forgot to to, <laughs> to put out the stuff there and it's like it's almost Christmas next week. So right. you know, my bad. I ain't you know, I ain't tell my wife doesn't know this yet, so she ain't been feeling well. But she's gonna figure it out. She's like, Why didn't you do that? So I'm gonna think of something, y'all. Don't <laughs> tell her, you know, but we'll figure it out. But yeah, it was a it was a great Thanksgiving, man. I'm always um, grateful to be around family. Um, you know, the holidays are a great time and I always try to reiterate to people, just, you know, think of your friends and family that are hurting during this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, reached out to a, a, some few friends of mine. Um, this is their first year without, you know, a relative or so or a loved one just to see how they was doing, man. And just to, you know, show them that somebody was still, you know, we, we still here. We understand. And I, I ain't gonna be jumping in joy, and I know you in the corner, you're not your whole self, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was a, it was a very good holiday, and I'm looking forward to the next national holiday, which as as it is taping is a couple of days away. You know, some people don't know about it because it just it just go over their head, but <laughs> it is you know an official holiday in my eyes, and it will always be an official holiday. So you know, I just get prepared. Just give it, it well, it, it should be an official holiday. We, we should put that on the calendar for sure. It, it is. A, it, yeah. If it's not on your calendar and you're my friend, I, I question our friendship. We send this to Congress, by the way. I'm just yeah, telling yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to be nationally recognized. Abs- a- absolutely. I told my son it was a universal holiday. Aye, aye. So he think he think the aliens know, know it too, but that's cool. One that ain't red. One we got red. So red, red for two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you brought so. up two things. So you should always um, celebrate your birthday. Uh, that should be you know holiday, personal holiday, national holiday. You should always appreciate the the year that you made it. One more year. And um, the other thing is, you brought up a great point. Uh, reach out to your your strong friends. It's that time of year. Where 
you know, a lot of people are, are grieving mm-hmm. for whatever reason, whatever loss that they had. And just reach out to your strong friends, man. Um, some people won't let you know if they're going through something. But right. um, you just got to feel. You just got to let the spirit move you and say, just say one word or something. One word might save their life. Mm-hmm. Been thinking about you. Called you. Just want to see how you're doing. Yeah. Oh, well, fun. Maybe we can get together for coffee one day. And then, you know, hey, it's all good. Simple. Yeah. yeah. And follow through. Don't just. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't just say, like, follow a- a- through. Abs- I think absolutely. sometimes we get comfortable and do that. Sometimes, like, yeah, let's get together. And then time passes. Set a date. Make it happen. And And do it. You're right. Yep. Don't wait until tragedy happens. Right. Beat mm-hmm. it to the punch. That's it. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. So in the uh, Smith house, um, they put me in charge of the turkey and ham. So everything went well. Um, I'll start with the ham. The ham was pretty easy. I, I, I went to um, Honey Big Ham for, for a couple of years. And I'm like, why am I paying this much for ham? Jesus, why? 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 So I'm like, maybe I can get close at home. So what I did is I, uh, I don't know if it's a cardinal sin to do this, but it always works out well for me. So um, I took some uh, a whole bunch of brown sugar and honey, a whole bunch. I put the honey on all outside the uh, the spiral ham, and um, I just patted in so much brown sugar. Then I made a mixture of brown sugar and an orange juice. So I put it on the smoker and um, on the Weber kettle, um, had some uh, B&B charcoal, shout out B&B. And um, I had a little applewood. Had it on there for, uh, I think, about two, two and a half hours. And uh, I basted it a little bit with the uh, the orange juice and the um, the brown sugar. Came out great. Came out great. Uh, no complaints about that. Now, the turkey, uh, it might sound funny when I say this, but I air fried the turkey. And y'all going to be like, you air fried the turkey. Charlie. I think I've seen one of them. Yeah, My dad has yeah. one of those. I love that thing. So it's like a deep fryer, or it looks like the deep fryer, right? But it's an air fryer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. My my father in law a few years ago, I think it was probably like four or five years now. It was the Charbroil Big Easy. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Propane powered. Um, he gave that, so I pulled that out because uh, he was in the house literally, and I was like, well, I didn't know what to do with the turkey. All I knew is I was going to inject it, and I was going to do like a kind of like a, a dry brine, uh, whatever. So uh, I pulled that out, and, you know, the, the turkey didn't want to defrost for whatever reason. Terrence, I was talking to you about that in the text. I'm like, man, we ain't, going to do, we ain't doing this this year, man. We ain't doing it. So um, got it thawed out in time. And what I did is I took the uh, Tony Shashri's, um the Creole butter, and then I took <laughs> I took equal parts of that whole thing <laughs> and put some hot sauce with it because my my father in law loves a a hot wing turkey, so I was I'm going to give you a hot wing turkey, sir. <laughs> and then after I injected it, and man, that thing was so poofy, boy, that thing blew up. I was, I'm trying to figure out why this turkey sit taking so long to get done. And I thought to myself, good Lord, I injected a whole bunch of liquid into this thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, seasoned the outside with, um, I believe it was, uh, two different types of, uh, Heath Rouse seasoning, uh, the, the Creole butter, um, and the, the garlic butter. So I had that 
heavy on the outside and uh, let it sit overnight in the refrigerator. So put it into the uh, the Big Easy. Everything's going fine. It, it, you know, it's a little chilly outside. And I was like, man, it's getting close to dinner. <laughs> it's rolling about two o'clock. And I don't know about y'all, but I, I don't know if that's the national black eating time on holidays around two o'clock. But if if it go after two o'clock, people start asking questions. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, I can't give y'all underdone turkey. I can't do that. So um, I was like, a little bit longer, a little bit longer. Everybody was cool with it. Uh, everybody was cool. Still cooking some other stuff, finishing it up. But man, so much injection in that thing. Luckily, I checked and because sometimes you just got to pull it up out there and just check and see the doneness and maybe just shift some stuff around. You got to spray it heavy with oil. Then it comes out just like, you know, close to a fried turkey as you're going to get it. So I pulled it up one time. I'm like, oh, man, that's a lot of injection pooling in that cavity. Man. So I had to dump some out. <laughs> <laughs> then I checked back uh, about 45 minutes later. I'm like, man, there's some more. Got to dump that out. All right. We're going to make this work. So took it out and um, I had my father-in-law probe it. We were like, yeah, yeah, it's done. It's done. It's done. So I was, I was all smoky and everything. I'm like, going to take me a shower before I, before we eat. Came back down. Uh, my wife was like, yeah, you know, uh, we probed it one more time. Man, there was so much liquid. Uh, I think it gave you a false reading. So we had to put it back in the oven. So I'm like, oh man, I, I, I ain't stressing it. I ain't stressing it. But I'm like, I hope that turkey breast don't be dry. Oh, Lord. So, lo and behold, and, and, and thank God for, um, for looking out for fools. Um, that thing came out great. <laughs> it came out great, man. It, it came out great. All that, that, uh, that injection and everything, it worked out great. So, um, you know, my sister-in-law tore up a whole turkey leg, just like, man, I was like disappeared in about two minutes. Um, and you know she's going to hear this, right? I, I hope so. <laughs> 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 and, uh, man, the, the, my wife was like, man, because uh, she doesn't, you know, like Brandon, like we were saying, um, my wife does not like turkey breast. Um, not, not the white meat of the, uh, nah. So yeah. she tried it out because it was so juicy when I brought it out to my father-in-law because he wanted a piece of the breast. And when she saw it come out and he started eating it and his look on his eyes, oh man, she was like, I got to try that. So looks like I got to make some turkey breast in the near future again, mm. because it went over so well. So Very hey, good. happy accident. Good thing it was covered when it was in the oven and it was in a long pan. So it had space and everything. And, you know, we already kind of sliced it up a little bit. So it got done a little bit fast, didn't dry out a bit. Thank God for all that injection, I tell you. Mm-mm-mm. But man, everything was great. The the fellowship, um, you know, we watched uh, we watched the game and we just hung out. Got love Thanksgiving. Can't beat it, man. it, man. Favorite. No, can't yeah. beat it. And it sets the tone. It does set the tone for me with the holiday season. Uh, I. I judge how my Christmas is going to go by how well Thanksgiving is going to go because I have to cook for both. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you know, <laughs> the you know the mood can kind of kind of suck <laughs> if I messed it up. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh yeah. So um, Thanksgiving. So what what do you like most about Thanksgiving? Before we get to the Christmas topic and we and we close out for the 
2023. What do you guys like most about Thanksgiving? Is it the food? Is it the sports? Is it the the fellowship? Um, anybody can go. I, I think, and um, I, for a guy, a friend of mine told me this. I didn't really think about it. I like that it's not as commercialized as you know, even Halloween. You know what I'm saying? Or it kind of gets skipped over because basically once Halloween is over, we're into Christmas, right? So you, you'll get some things about Thanksgiving here or there, but it's not a big shopping thing outside of Black Friday the next day, but right. um, you don't really get much. So it's a, it's a great holiday because it's not commercialized. I mean, that's the best, well, obviously out of family and meeting people and all that kind of stuff, but, I love that it's something that's, I don't even want to say it's pure, but it's not super tainted yet. <laughs> you know, it's not super tainted. And honestly, it may sound crazy, but that's one of the best things I like about Thanksgiving. Yeah. 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 I yeah. agree with you, man. It, it's, uh, it's really low key. And um, I just think overall, because of everything you said, Darren, it, it's just more intimate and at least, you know, for me and mine and the people that gather here. Um, it just seems like it's probably the time where people can decompress the most. People just truly can relax and just chill out, hang out, talk, enjoy the day, no matter what they're doing, whether it's just food or game or whatever it is. Um, I think it's probably just a low pressure holiday. Right. As long as you don't screw up the turkey, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't eject it too much. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, to me, it just seems like it's just uh, more casual. And, uh, yeah, I, I would say that's probably the most the most relaxing of all of them. Yeah. Well, ultimate shield day. Yeah. Got your family hopefully around, you know. And then uh, for me, I'm a big football fan. You got sports all day long, spanning from the early morning all the way through to the night, especially now that they got three games on. My Cowboys mm-hmm. always play. And then you got a, <laughs> a, a plethora of options of food that you can play with that's already sitting there. So I don't know. It's the ultimate chill day for me. Yeah. yeah. I feel the same. Minus the cooking. Minus the cooking. Yeah. You know, I didn't see one football game on Thanksgiving. That's blasphemy. Not one. <laughs> not, not, That's I, like I, not having I, no turkey. He's like, I ain't had no turkey. You're right. It was all right. unconventional. <laughs> not unconventional this time, boy. Yeah, I didn't see one this this year. I don't think I missed nothing. So, but yeah, I ain't, I ain't. my Browns weren't playing, so we don't. Uh, yeah, for <laughs> me, it's it's um, I guess family and and food. Yeah, family food is all about for me. You know, I watch a game. I think I fell asleep on the Dallas game, to be honest. It wasn't for lack of interest. It was more because of itis. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah itis will get you, baby. <laughs> but that's yeah. Go to sleep. Everybody tripping. It's Thanksgiving. You got tomorrow yeah. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We started that game because uh, actually on Thanksgiving, we went to um, my wife's aunt house. So, like, second quarter, we headed back to the house. So, I, I couldn't have fallen asleep if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> Been tragic. <laughs> we like you to meet sweet Charlene. 
the barbecue seasoning created from family bonds that is low in sodium but high in flavor. It doesn't matter if you're a beginner or a seasoned pitmaster. Level up your barbecue game with this dry rub that has amazing taste and great color. Go to eddywrightbarbecue.com right now and order your choice between the 6-ounce shaker bottle, the 16-ounce bag, or my favorite, the 32-ounce bag, and start rubbing your beef, pork, and poultry the right way. All right, so let's talk about Christmas. Um, So Christmas is uh, quickly approaching, and... We got a whole bunch of uh, really talented pitmasters on this pod. Um, so, what do you guys plan to do for the Christmas holiday? What type of cooks are you plan to do? Maybe we can give some people some last minute ideas or something out there. I don't know. Darren, what do you plan to do? Oh, the Darren <laughs> W. Carter. See, I ain't getting no more, no more demerits. No more demerits. I ain't Sorry. doing it. No. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> all right, all right, Killer Mike. There we go. <laughs> we are, are very, I don't know if you call it non traditional or not, but shoot. Uh, so Thanksgiving is, it was usually with Teresa's family. Um, and then my sister has my dad and my mom over. Um, they do their things. Thanksgiving, we all come together. Um, but we go out to eat Chinese. And then we go over to my parents' house and open gifts. We're doing the same thing. Ain't nobody cooking nothing. Hey, <laughs> no, nobody ain't nothing wrong with nothing. it. Yeah, um, I love Chinese. So. Wow, so, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, it's 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 what we've been doing for you know for a while now. Afterwards, though, um, I do I do have a prime rib that I'm waiting to uh, smoke. So I'm probably gonna do that. You know, in between Christmas. And um, in New Year's, though, I'll be doing that for the house. How you plan to smoke that bad boy? Uh, going to have it. I probably I want to kind of do it on my, you know, my big one, uh, my burn unit. But that's just too much wood to be doing it. So it's going to be on my acorn. You know, I have it on my acorn and then just try to do it as probably about 225. I can keep it that way with an herb crust, butter crust. I love garlic. So it's going to be garlic crusted. And um, just keep it until I get that nice and right temperature. Take it off about 125, maybe let it set. And then cut into that and have me some good food, hopefully. Done, it, a done, done a few. One, The first one I ever did, it was just raw. <laughs> I thought I was doing <laughs> something good. It was just raw. And then the second one, I got closer. But, you know, they're, I can, they're, they're okay pretty now. I think it's just like five bones, five yeah, about five bones worth, and it's a small one. It's not really huge. So. Do you cut the bones off, or you leave them on? No, I and... keep them. I keep them on. I just I do trim a lot of fat off of it though. But um, I keep the bo- bones on. Good. But I do like separate it. Yeah. So when I separate it, I put all my seasoning and the herbs and everything, and then I put it back and I tie it up. So I do yeah. do that. So once I do finish cooking, I, the bones are cut off there because I love to eat those. Uh, I love to eat, eat off of those to rather, you know, before eating out the regular meat, but I love to eat off those balls. Uh, that's about it. I'm, 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 I'm boring y'all. This doing this has gotten me boring <laughs> doing because after work, I'd be like, uh, yeah. Okay. That's why I was like, cool. Fry some fish for Thanksgiving. I got you. Hey. So, 
but yeah, that that is that would probably be my biggest holiday slash non holiday cook before the before New Year's. That sounds good. How about you, Joe? You know what, man? I'm, I'm really just getting my feet back on the ground, man, back out here in AZ. So I got like, what, less than two weeks to pull Christmas together? Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm flipping at the end of the day. I still haven't got my menu together. I know for a fact, though, I'm coming with the prime ribs. I've been thinking about that. Uh, just one of my, you know, truthfully, I almost like it the day after even better just because I shave it all down and then go out there to that Blackstone and come out there and give me a nice Philly steak. Uh, so, nice. so uh, nice. I'm definitely looking forward to the prime ribs, and I and I've been a minute, man. I got the taste for some ribs, so I might. I'm thinking prime ribs and ribs. We're gonna rib it out. Rib it out. We're gonna rib it up. We're gonna <laughs> make rib over here. Make Millie rib. <laughs> like that. That's what we're gonna go for. So I'm formulating it as I'm talking to y'all and thinking about it. So y'all actually helping me out. You putting it on the Lone Star? I'm thinking so. For a minute, I was almost thinking about either because you know I've been saying for the longest that I was going to do it. I need to do an oven cook, so I thought maybe I should come in here and do the prime rib because so many people love doing their prime rib in the oven. But I love getting the smoke on it, and I was also thinking about um, uh, giving it a spin in that um, the seventieth uh, edition Weber kettle that uh, Darren D. Deborah Carter hooked me up with, you know, because uh, I really haven't done a lot of, I've, I've never done long cooking there yet, and I want to kind of play around with that, maybe, you know, do something different. Yeah, that might go well. You get a nice sear on it when you, you know, whenever you try to take it off. That, so yeah, I got that might work. seasoned pit masters over here. How much, you know, because I'm so used to getting my, my smoke either, uh, you know, your pellet grill obviously don't get as much, but mine gives a decent amount, you know. But uh, I'm so I'm an offset guy, so I'm used to going straight wood. How much can I still give me some smoke flavor if I'm going in there and I'm mixing in just a couple pieces of wood and I'm pretty much setting up the uh, the fire ring more or less with some uh, charcoal? Oh man, you get a lot of smoke. Yeah, yeah more just, charcoal uh, just put smoke your... or more wood smoke. Assuming you, charcoal, uh, right? You can put chunks. You I know. would do chunks. Yeah, Definitely just chunks. put chunks, smaller ones, an inch or two apart. You can have it going all the way around the cook. Yeah. So that'll still give you that that charcoal smoke, but you got that um low that um low burning wood smoke as well. So and it's it it'll work pretty well, especially like Weber Kepper. You you doing the snake method? Yeah. That's what I was yes. thinking about. If you did a snake method, man, just every few yeah. coals, just put yeah. you some chunks. Two on by it. two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, two by two. I would go, man, probably like every every three or four coals. I would throw a chunk in because uh, it's I'll, a big, I'll go it's a, small chunks. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you know it's, it's a big piece of meat, so um, I don't think you'll oversmoke it, right? Uh, and the thing is, you don't want to go too light because it, yeah, it, you, you just yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm thinking about yeah. something. So we'll dial it in, man. You know, we'll figure out exactly how I want to attack it, but one way or another. Those will be the proteins that will make it to my table, Lord willing. All right. Rib it out. Rib it like out. It. <laughs> hey, you should put that in the title of one of your videos. Uh, yeah, rib it out. Rib it out. The rib out. Christmas <laughs> rib out. That I like it. Brandon, what you what you got in store for uh uh the criminal day? Uh, you know, I'm actually leaning to exactly what Joe was saying. Uh, go. I got, I got a lot of family coming in town for Christmas, and um, 
Because I do have my ham from H-E-B. Greatest grocery store in the world. Uh, but <laughs> I, I don't like to do traditional holidays. If I'm doing traditional Thanksgiving, I would like to go non-traditional Christmas, you know, or vice versa. And so, um, yeah, I'm thinking prime rib, doing exactly the way Darren was talking about. You know, I separated from the rib, season it all over, then tie it back together. Um, and then I'll probably do uh, a slab or two of ribs. And I'll probably get fancy with the sides, like some uh, truffle mash. and Oh, okay. Uh, Chefing it out. All right. Yeah. And I... I got a video coming. Um, I do these smoke braised carrots. It's the simplest thing, but you just smoke them until they just start to get soft. And you throw them in foil, butter, salt and pepper. Mm. Uh, If you want to get real funky, uh, throw some brown sugar in there. And a little thyme. And bro, I know it, it might not sound. Trust when I tell sound you, sound good to and me. I love carrots. Throw them yep. in foil and <laughs> let them rock, just right there on the smoker. As whatever you know, I just let them go while I'm smoking whatever proteins. And uh, man, the way that smoke hits those carrots, and then you just braise it in the butter and just let it self-base. How long and, does it take for the uh, the carrots to get tender? Longer than you think, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Longer than you think. But like, I don't like my carrots mush. You know, I I do. I like a, a decent amount of bite to them. Uh, tender crisp is is what I try to go for. Um, I, I don't want you to be able to cut through them with a fork. Like, you, you're gonna need to cut it. Uh, again, that's just my preference. You know, you cook them as far as you want, but I, I like a little tooth, a little body to my vegetables. But um. Yeah, uh, at that temperature, you know, if you're running to anywhere from 225, 275, uh, those carrots aren't cooking as much as you think they are. Like, it it, it takes, you know, quite a while to get those things uh, tender. But uh, especially if you peel them, they're, they're good and porous, so they soak up a lot of smoke. Mm-hmm. And, right. and they, they come out really nice. Really mm-hmm. nice. Go ahead so, and yeah. try that. Yeah, I wanna, yes. uh, I've been meaning to do that video, uh, so I, I want to get that out before Christmas. That's probably going to be my last, uh, my last long form video of the year. But, I'm gonna have uh, to take that recipe because I was looking for something to go with my leeks. I was going to braise some leeks. Oh yeah, and I won't, yeah, that man. Okay, thank you for that. See, yes, sir. Ideas. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'll probably do that prime rib. I'll probably do everything on my 980. On my gravity. Oh, um, yeah, I haven't seen that in a minute. Uh, you know what? It's actually one of my favorite pits to cook on. Um, I've just been making a lot of com- content for pellet grills because, you know, that's what pays the bills, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now yeah. with, your, with your gravity, how do you how do you set your. Since you know, and this stack it is coming down. How do you set your wood chips or your 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 um? Oh, your I chunks? layer, I layer. So you charcoal chunks, charcoal chunks like that. Yep. Uh, or I tell you what, I'll go look on my uh, wood rack. If I have a a split that is 
the right length, right width, I'll do a, I don't suggest this for anybody doing a <laughs> gravity like this. It's the way I do it. Cause that's not what the instructions <laughs> tell you. But what I, I'll do a base of charcoal. I'll put that split right in the middle of the chute and I will fill it in around it with charcoal and it just burns up all the way up the yeah. split. And you know, it's just constantly falling. I've had great success with that. And I'm going to tell you what, for one split through your whole cook. That's crazy. Wow. Dude, Weber, huh? That you get all of the wood flavor you would want, all this all the smoke you would want with one split. And that one split is is equal to I mean, you think about how many chunks it would take to get that same amount, you know, it's just now, it's more you economical. Make sure it's really dry though, right? You gotta make sure your split is real dry though, right? So you won't get all that. White yeah, you definitely won't see some seasoned wood. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but um yeah, my my stuff is good to go. My rack is covered and um the wood was seasoned. I I, I don't buy I don't buy anything green cuz when I buy it I want to use it. Right. You know. <laughs> That's right. I um I I've got a stack of green. Well, it's, it's not even green at this point, but we had an ice storm back here in the spring. Um, or, or late winter of this year, and um, trees fell all through the the area. And man, I uh, between my yard, my neighbors' yards, people in my subdivision, I got a enormous amount of wood, and you know, cut it all down to size. And I did a test burn with some of it the other day in my fireplace just to see. I was like, okay, well, holidays coming. I know I'm going to want to run a fire. Let me see if this stuff is is good to go and uh yeah all of it burned really nicely so what kind of wood uh, is it? uh most of it is uh live oak some of it's post oak um and then some oh, of it is like um uh like a alder or something like that uh the live oak I, I smoke with i don't have a problem with live oak it is really really uh the same to me as post oak you got a lot of people who say it's not the same, but they can tell a difference. Uh, my palate ain't that tuned. It, it is. <laughs> I'm not trying to say they don't know what they're talking about. I, I, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, but uh, <laughs> live oak and post oak to me, I, I couldn't tell you the difference. If you set two things down, tell me which one was which. And I really don't give a shit. I just want yeah. the flavor. Yeah, I just right. want the smoke They're both flavor. good smoke flavor. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I couldn't tell you the difference between them. So, you know, hey. But whatever works for them. But yeah, man, I, I got good wood. and uh, But yeah, you definitely want a good season split if you're going to do that. But yeah, for most of the time, man, yeah, it's just layered charcoal chunks. And um, I only run lump in my gravity. I've run briquettes in it uh, when I first got it. Briquettes to me just are not the ideal fuel source for a gravity fed. Burn too quick. Uh, burn too quick, burn too hot, and they die out too fast. Mm. You know, because when briquettes are done, they're done. It's like a light switch. Done. Yeah. Yeah. And there's been a few times where it just because they went out so fast, they couldn't sustain the the, the shoot. 
Because they would just burn out, burn out, fall through the ash pan, and then I'm sitting here with barely a smolder on the coals that were above them, and they just weren't sending enough heat up to shoot to to keep everything going. Mm. And again, that's just my experience. Um, plus, they produce so much ash so quickly mm-hmm. that I was I was starting to get ash to get blown into my cook chamber. Oh no! And uh, I wasn't a fan of that, so. Again, that's just my experience. My recommendation is uh, run lump, and in, in at least in the nine eighty, that's the only gravity I've used. Uh, that's that's my preference. That's a good tip. Really good tip. Sweet. So, Terrence, what do you got planned for Christmas? No idea. So far, all we got is um, <laughs> seafood dressing. <laughs> seafood, seafood dressing. Yeah. Oh man, I love so seafood we, dressing. We might, if we can, if I could find a tri tip. We were talking about that because it's been a while since we had one. Um, but right now, this I'm really just trying to figure it out. I don't want to do, you know, anything kind of traditional because we normally don't like we do stuff different for Christmas. So I'm trying to figure that out. I was thinking about maybe some fish to go with it. That'll be really nice. Um, what type of fish are we talking about? Oh, man. If I can find some croaker or some brim, maybe fry oh, that up. Brim. Oh, man. Or if um, maybe maybe some salmon. Maybe I'll you know, smoke some salmon or something. I don't know, to be honest. Still trying to figure that out. Um, only got a couple of days to figure that out. But we do have all the ingredients <laughs> for the um, seafood dressing. So what are you putting in the seafood dressing? Uh, crab, shrimp, crab, and shrimp. Oh man, are you, are you gonna layer it or are you just gonna spread it throughout? My wife is making it, so I have no idea. Oh man, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> Last I year, remember she the first did, time, uh, some kind of spinach. Um, I can't remember the exact name of it. Um, I think it was, um, it was an African dish and. When I tell you, I have to ask her about it, but the flavor in that spinach was was crazy. Was it cream spinach? No, no, no. It was it. I have to ask her about it, but it was it was it was really good because she wanted to do something different as far as the vegetable goes. So she looked it mm-hmm. up and dog, I'm telling you, I'll send you all to um, tell you all what it is, but it 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 was great for non-traditional. So I'm just I'm just waiting to see. I don't know, man. I got a couple of days. I'll see what the main days protein go by is. Fast too, man. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, hey, you know me. As long as we got seafood, I'm cool. So, hey, <laughs> I know. Hey, I, I like that type of thinking. Yeah, we from we from the coast. That's how yeah. we get down. So, <laughs> I wish, man. Uh, most of the people that are going to be here uh, at my, you know, Christmas are. Non seafood eaters either um, they're allergic or it's just not their thing, and so but yeah, I, there's just nothing not I would thing. like more than a than a seafood Christmas. You know, when I was a kid, my mother would make um, gumbo, Ooh, and yeah. man, when I tell you that thing was like an aquarium, it had everything <laughs> in there, man. <laughs> I mean, shrimp, crab. Uh, she would boil the stock. She would get like the fish heads and break them down and put the Ooh, cheeks in there. Yeah. Mm. Oh, baby, let me tell you. Yeah, mm. I, I'm thinking back. You know, one time 
about to that gumbo we used to have when I was kids. And I'm like, what? And she would make this cauldron of it. I mean, it would feed 30 people. Yeah, you got to make a lot. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> thinking, I'm like, man, what would that cost today to make that pot of gumbo? $300, easy. Oh, more than that. The way she would do, because she was doing king crab. You oh, know. oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. King crab, jumbo shrimp. Five. <laughs> um, and, you know, I was looking back and I'm like, that pot probably 1500 bucks in today's oh, money. That's a you know? lot, man. Ooh. I'm like, you know, because back then that stuff was relatively cheap, you know, compared oh, yeah. to. You know, you're talking about 30 years ago. And yeah, I, when I was pricing out like, okay, what a case of king crab costs, and, you know, three, four pounds of shrimp. And I was like, sheesh. I was like, yeah, I won't be doing that for 30 folks. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> no way, no way. But yeah, uh, that was very, very often the, uh, the Christmas, uh, you know, splurge meal was that seafood gumbo. Yeah. Well, first, I, I hope T, you figure it out in time. So, oh, so you don't I just stress remember. yourself out. Yeah. We did also talk about Cornish hens. Maybe. Oh, that'd be nice. So, yeah. I'll keep you all posted. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be good regardless. Now, now, Brandon, you know, we were on the same lane. Uh, wavelength went with the um, with the gumbo story. Um, so my dad called me up about I say three weeks ago, and I didn't know what he was calling for. So um, he requested gumbo um, because he's from Baton Rouge. Whole family on his side is from Baton Rouge. Uh, my aunt showed my mom how to make the gumbo some years ago, and my mom showed me some years ago. So I haven't made it since. Um, 2016. So I might be a little rusty, but they're asking for it. So I'm going to try it. <laughs> try it again. Hey, I man. Just got to make sure I don't mess up that roux. I was going <laughs> to say, don't, don't, don't rush the roux, baby. Don't rush don't the roux. <laughs> and, you know, I don't care what people tell you. Take your time. Mm-hmm. And when it looks like a Hershey bar, then it's yeah. time to add your stock. People go too mm-hmm. light on that roux. It might smell like yeah. it's burning, but if if your flame is low, it's not burning. It's, it's just not. it's going through the change because so many just keep keep stirring it a little bit. So many people don't cook out their roux, and uh, you know, there's there's some change that happens. I can't tell you the technical term of it, but I'm sure y'all have all uh, experienced it. Where there's a root that hasn't been cooked out properly, and that shit is bitter. That shit is <laughs> terrible. Flour in it, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it just it has to get to a point where it just goes over that, and then it just develops this beautiful flavor um, and color. But yeah, uh, Hershey Brown, man, that that peanut butter ain't gonna get it. Not not for that gumbo. Mm-mm. Hershey Brown, uh-huh. dog. And then once you get there, put in your aromatics, saute them, get that stock in, and you know what to do from there. You got to have the Trinity, though. You got to yes, have sir. the Trinity. Yes, sir. Never made, I've never made gumbo. Man. It's a beautiful Talk thing, Talk about dude. naps. 
<laughs> Talk about naps. I got to find some uh, some gumbo filet. I, I ran out of that some years ago, so I have to find that before Christmas. So you got to put that on top right when you're eating it, too. You, know, you can get like it on uh, bacon. Uh, Amazon has it. Oh, good. Yeah. You can get it before I'm Christmas. Before that tonight, then. Yeah, yeah it's, just, down uh, mm-hmm. it's just pulverized sassafras leaves. Mm-hmm. Yep. It has a nice, nice flavor finish to it. Yeah. So I got to do that. And um, I think I'm still doing a ham and turkey. <laughs> Maybe my mom would do the, the turkey. I'll, I have to smoke the ham again because I did the ham last time and they wanted it again. And um, last Christmas, for whatever reason, I forget who wanted this. I think my niece wanted some fried chicken wings. So out of all the food we cooked last year, out of all the food, I don't know how much different types of meat that we had. The first thing to go was the fried chicken wings. So they want fried chicken wings again. <laughs> like, hey, man, right, let's do it. Who's going to turn down a good wing? Who's going to turn down a me, good wing? Let me, uh, let me just say this real quick. I, I, maybe... Y'all can have some insight in this too. I remember my uncle a long time ago, rest his soul. We would come to Thanksgiving, we would have turkey, ham, this, that, such and other. He was like, Why do we as black people have more than one protein? All the white people I know, they have that one protein for their for their holiday. But we come with five different proteins, twenty-five different size, forty different desserts. You know what I'm saying? I mean, is is is, is that something that you all? Um, I mean, because I've kind of, I've seen that in my life where I went over, you know, friends' house, going through college, and sometimes afterwards, you know, pre-marriage, I'm like, y'all like, all y'all got is turkey here, work, you know what I am, yeah, you know, I'm like we're looking for it. I mean, has that been y'all experience, or you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think because we're so picky, you know, some people don't eat the pork. So they have to have the turkey. Some people hate turkey, so they want the ham, and they're just trying to please that's everybody. Point, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder, yeah, I, I just like where do we? Because that's, that's like where do we get that from? Right, right. Yeah, I, know, I know some people. I know some people bring stuff usually, but I mean, it's, a, it's just be a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. So I digress. Sorry. And I, food I, I is expressive for us too, man. Like a lot of people express yes. themselves and Absolutely. show how we love each other by preparing food and. Like, especially old school cooks and stuff like that. Like, back in the day, man, like, putting out a whole spread for, like, your family, that's showing them how you mm. care about them and love them. Like, you will see, like, somebody who really enjoys to cook, they get enjoyment out of watching people eat their food. So, it's like, the more they cook, yeah. the more yeah. different things, the more options, that's more things for people to enjoy and just sit back and watch them. That's a really good point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think I know it's that. And also, T, I also believe that um, it's celebration of abundance. Because yeah. I think for so long, yeah. so many mm. of us didn't have uh, that. Throughout the year, you didn't have choices. You, mm. you scrapped together what you could, you know, and for that holiday, um, you know, you that, that's that smorgasbord is, was a gift all onto its own, you know? Yeah. So I, I think all of those things really make up why we do <laughs> do it so big. Do it like we do it. Yeah. I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> but I, I am, I do find myself scaling back. Um, I just, 
as I get older, uh, I can eat less and less. And mm-hmm. the sight of a bunch of food takes my too appetite much. away. It just, it's that just true. Much. Especially if yeah. you've been cooking all day, you know, mm-hmm. yep. you nibble here, you nibble there, whatever, tasting to make sure everything is going. By the time dinner comes, I'm like, I don't want that. <sighs> I, I don't <laughs> eat food. Exactly. Oh man, like, <laughs> that, when that Chinese food comes, because I, you know, I'm good now. I ain't ate all day, but uh, no, nah, it's like, dude, yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, and I, and I do see that point because I love when people see when they their facial expressions and when they enjoy what you, the work that you put in, and the love that you put into their food. Um, and I do remember my grandmothers and stuff, man. They would. You know, after everybody was served and stuff, they were like, nah, they have like a little plate. But they've been cooking all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they just eat yeah. out like a little saucer plate or something. So, but yeah, man, I mean, we are very expressive with food. Speaking of you guys, and I'm sure we could talk about this on the new year, which comes in. High on the Hall Part 2 came out. And yes. really dealt with, you know, food in a different way. I like the, I liked the way they went. They made it socially conscious, how it went from the migration, everything. And a friend of ours was uh, on there, KJ Kearney, you know. Oh, okay. yeah. Price is not KJ. yesterday's price yeah. now. You know, we just seen him on Netflix. But um, nice. I, I, I think that's a, a good discussion, too, as we roll into the next year. Yeah, definitely. Well, speak, yeah. speaking of that, uh, since this is the last episode of 2023 there's a lot that happened a lot of good things in barbecue that happened you know man we met some um really good people um talked to some really good people on the pod um we had some really thoughtful conversations we had a lot of laughs um what are you guys's final thoughts for this year like what would you tell um, the the fans out there, uh, what this mean, what this year meant to you, and and how it helps you roll into the next year. Um, let's start with T. Um, oh no, uh, final thoughts of the year. Just um, whatever you do, um, do it with passion, do it with love, especially when you're cooking food. Take your time. It's, I know some people are afraid. To fire up a grill, fire up a pit. They think it's intimidating, but just take your time. Take your time. Um, check your temperatures. If you don't have a temperature gauge, you can always put your hand over the grill and kind of guesstimate, you know, the temperature or whatever. But just take your time. If you know how to cook, you'll be fine. Just don't try to rush anything. Don't turn your back on it. Don't go in the house and think you're going to do something because temperature <laughs> can flare up at any moment. You never know. <laughs> right. So just just take your time and have fun. No 20-minute briskets. <laughs> God's <laughs> sakes. <laughs> or three-hour hogs. Three-hour hogs. Three-hour briskets. <laughs> oh, man. Brandon, what do you, you got to say to the people out there? How are we closing out the year? Uh, you know, this has been a really great year, man. Um, I know that we've grown as a unit. And, uh, the way we do things as a crew and our podcast, um, uh, and even just uh, our interactions with with each other, man, it's, it's been a great year. And um, I was fortunate enough to meet some some really really cool people uh, in barbecue. People I never thought in a million years I would, uh, you know, meet, much less get to be really really cool with. Um, and it, it's proven that I know it's been said a million times, but 
barbecue is uh it's the great unifier man and uh i all i can tell people is you know get out there and smoke something man y'all hear me say it all the time but uh it, it's a stress reliever it's uh it's a creative outlet and um you know as you reach out to people you realize that it truly is a community and um most of the folk are like-minded and uh you know these barbecue people that you see on social media or tv or whatever man, reach out to those folks you admire what they do you like what they do you have a question reach out to them you, you would be amazed at just how down to earth uh most of those folks are and they would be willing to help you they don't know you from adam and i can tell you from firsthand experience um more times than not, if they are available to help you, they will help. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just know going forward, um, as we just get to know more people and, and get ourselves into uh, these uh, spaces, uh, I know Black Smoke is just going to do bigger and better things for 24, man. And I can't wait to see it unfold. Mm-hmm. Man, I love that. Joe, what is your final thoughts for the year? Man, I got to follow that. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, we get the barbecue wheels for the year or whatever have you. At the end of the day, man, I guess if I was telling somebody is for them, things like kind of, you know, the things to keep in mind, man, what's that old saying? Two zones is better than one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even if you don't know what you're doing to them points, uh, just even think about what Darren was talking about with that hog. And I look back when I was first uh, getting the grilling and all that stuff, and I was lighting up Dante's Inferno with a. I remember back in the day, you look at a whole bag of charcoal and you light the bag on fire. It was wondering why we couldn't, you know, turn your back on the grill or you couldn't close it and go get you a piece or nothing like that. Man, set you up two zones. You ain't got to learn nothing crazy. Put a bunch of coals on one side, leave nothing on the other, okay? You don't got to sit over there on the fire the whole time. Uh, and, and one way or another, you probably get you a good thermometer. You know, if nothing else, if you got you a thermometer, you should be able to figure out where you need to be on any cook. Uh, you know, as long as you understand temps. And these days, they got the temps on the back of the thermometer. So, yeah, that's one of the first things that I would tell somebody if they're trying to get themselves together, man. Get you a thermometer, learn your temps, and that way you at least know when something's cooked and when it's not, and so on and so forth. That'll save you a ton. And other than that, like you said, we've grown a lot over the last year. I've grown a lot over the last year, man. I'm uh, more than grateful just to be here and still be getting another one, you know what I mean, to be looking forward to it next year. Um, I really just want to work on trying to be better with my time, as always. Um, it never seems like there's enough, but when we talk about stuff like being able to reach out to more of your family, more of your friends, and stuff like that, you know, I'm notorious for falling into these work holes and then really just dealing with my family in, in the house. And uh, there's so many other good people I'm connected with that I always want to give more to, and I love giving myself to anybody that's positive, you know? So... That's really what I want to work on in 2024 between us. You know what I mean? Us doing some more individual collabs. One of those things I was thinking of is like, you know what? I'm about to start making sure once a month I reach out to one of the cats and be like, Brandon, let's do a chicken wing. Let's do a turkey bread. Let me, let's do a loin. You know, and all of us start, uh, you know, integrating each other into each other's circles. Not only so we can get to bounce off each other more, but obviously grow our platforms, you know, 
uh, mingle everything together, and then obviously continue to put out some more good content for the good people. Man, Absolutely. I like that idea. I love it. Yeah. Great I love blueprint. It. Great. Let's put that into action. Yeah. Great message. You fold up well. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Knocked it out the park. Both yeah, of y'all made me glad I went first. <laughs> <laughs> the Darren W. Carter. Um, hey, I'm on point now, right? <clears throat> you are on point now. Thank you very much. <laughs> what are your uh, final thoughts for the year, sir? Wow, final thoughts for the year. Well, one one plug. Um, since this will be out before the year is out, I still the birthday wish twenty twenty three is uh in effect for all those all of you that do not know, for the month of my birthday I ask for people to help me uh in lieu of birthday wishes to give to foster youth here in Greater Cleveland. Um and I have a wish list, an Amazon wish list. You can go to any of my socials, uh, you know, Carter's Barbecue 216, BBQ 216, and you will see it in the link tree, you know, donate to foster youth, buy a couple of backpacks, buy some filler items. And we, at the beginning, uh, probably about the middle of January, we always make sure that everything comes in. Um, we submit it over to our local foster and uh, adoption agency for foster youth. So we've been doing that for the last, I think, six to eight years now, somewhere around there. And um, we continue. So, Hopefully you out there in the land of podcasts can uh, help a brother out and help us do some good things for some uh, great kids. Um, what ending how 20 man, 2024 was a whirlwind for me. Um, I'm just glad we make it to the end and I'm unscathed. Um, you <laughs> know, it's, it's, it has so been far. so far. I still got a few days, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. It has been, a, it has been a, total leap of faith this year um, into the barbecue world where, uh, as you all know, I left my job in early, late January and I've been doing this barbecue thing ever since. And I mean, barbecue has been very, very good to me. If y'all get that reference, (laughs) y'all really old if y'all got that reference. But um, yeah, man, like, like Brand, I met people, talked to people. I mean, we, it's, 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 it's just, been an amazing um it's just been an amazing year and i i just my final words for people as they go into 2024 sometimes you just you sometimes you just got to bet on you 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 and there's no harm to see where it goes you know there's really no harm if anything if none of this worked out okay i can go back and do something okay whatever but the main question was what if it does work out what happens then? This is a dream that you wanted to do. This is a dream that you're living. So I just don't want people to, and no, it ain't easy. It ain't, it, I don't want to, I don't want, you know, I ain't trying to be a Disney, you know, show here. And it works out all just, you know, Peach King and everything is just wonderful. No, it's hard. You're going to be like, why the hell did I do this in the first place? <laughs> You'll be like, ooh, well, that ain't the money I thought I was going to get. Um, but your love and passion for it will keep you through and there's always the next side it don't matter how dark it has gotten for me the point that i wasn't at a steel mill making making a freaking steel was that's all i needed to know i still was able to do better the next day i was able to do something different able to do something and able to express my love for people like we said earlier through food so so just as you go into 2024 
if there are things that have been on your plate, if there are things that um, it's just been itching and you know it's itching because it's all you think about, just take the leap. It's not that bad. You can do it and you got a whole bunch of people who can help you through it. And that's what I've had. And um, that was been the biggest takeaway for me in 2023. And I hope to uh, just to be able to build on that and increase in 24. So that's it. I like that. So my words would be um, two things. Find something uh, your your happy place that that motivates you to to do the things that would otherwise hinder you from um, you know progressing and growing um, as a person as a spirit as anything and then the other thing to go along with that is find your place of peace because I don't have to tell you what next year brings it's a whole another election year I don't want I don't really want to go down that rabbit hole <laughs> but y'all know you got to find your place of peace and. Whatever that place of peace is, find it and spread it. You know, if it, if it is barbecue, do that. If it is doing some other form of art, do that. And then make sure that you you spread that same message to the people around you because we all affect each other. We all do. Um, if you've been meaning to do something like, you know, the Darren W. Carter was saying, do that. Find find your muse. Dig deep. And and reflect on things that worked before and haven't worked before and and move forward with what makes you happy and what fulfills you. Um, it's really important. Um, this podcast is one of those things that have been really fulfilling um, since we started. I've been podcasting for a long time, but this, you know, this stretch, this has been a really, really, really good year, a motivating year. And. When you when you have those moments, you have to learn from them and and implement whatever good things that you you get from that. So just just find the, the, your happy place and your motivation, your muse, whatever whatever have you. Um, so that's my Amen thoughts. To that. Yeah, be like Mike Jordan, close the close out the year right, like the fourth quarter. <laughs> you know, put a hand on you know like he did in Game Six, push push on the, make that shot. You know, gotta do it. Shoot your shot, man. Shoot your shot. Even if you got to push off on your defender. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. It's been an awesome conversation. Um, Man, it's it's the last show of the year. So let's do it one more time. Tell the people where to find you on social media. The Darren W. Carter. Please go first. You can find the Darren W. Carter on Instagram. Facebook, TikTok, somewhere, uh, and the web at Darren W. Carter. I'm, I'm sorry, that's the wrong one. Carter's Barbecue 216. Carter's Barbecue 216 is all things me. As I, as I hit the microphone with my hat. <laughs> yes. Joe, tell me where to find you on the socials. Um, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube under Killer Miller Q and that's Q U E. Uh, and then under Facebook, they didn't too like the, they didn't take too much of a liking to Killer Miller. So, uh, you can just Ooh. find me under good old fashioned Joseph Miller. <laughs> yeah, they don't like Killer. No, they, 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 they shut they you down. Nothing. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Brandon, where can they find you on the socials? They can find me everywhere. Just look for BKC Cooks. Um, 
I'm on all of them, I believe, uh, except for uh, X or Twitter, whatever they're calling it these days. Uh, that's the only one I'm not on. But uh, yeah, or Google BKC Cooks, and trust me, you'll find me. You'll see my my face and my Ding. glorious mane all mane. over the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. T, tell them where to find you, homie. T-Dub-B-B-Q on all the socials. That's what I'm talking about. And you can find me at C-H-A-R-L-I-E-M-A-V-E-R-I-C everywhere, even on YouTube now. So, with all that being said, with all that we've said today, y'all guys should have learned something listening to this. It might have been spiritual, might have been, you know, technical, might have been, you know, maybe we just made you laugh. But I need you to do one thing. When you go into the Christmas holiday or New Year's, whatever you do, do not, do not let the liquid in that turkey overflow and start a fire in your oven. <laughs> and don't overbrine the turkey either. Don't do that. No. <laughs> yes. Y'all stay blessed out there. And tune in to the show on all the platforms out there. Even if you want to talk to your smart speaker, say, hey, uh, Alexa or Google, play the last episode of the Black Smoke Barbecue Podcast. Do that and let the whole family enjoy. And until next time, until 2024, y'all stay blessed. And remember, this is the Black Smoke Barbecue Podcast, where we do barbecue our way. Whose way? Our way. Our way. We out. Later. Take care, everybody. See you in the next year.